by Van Pre recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buffy. This is being recorded on October 29th, 2018, the year of our Lord Jesus H. Christ to hit the internets on October 30th. Mischief night. Let's get ready. Let's fuck up everyone's stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Be good. Just stay away from my house. But I want you to destroy everyone else's property. You know why? Because that's the kind of stuff you look back on in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s and go, remember when we did that? Remember? And it was awesome. Uh, just stay away from where I live. That's basically, go for the asshole on the street and just destroy them. And then they'll be nicer to people. Maybe. doesn't matter. Anyways, I'm in a destructive mood, as you can tell. Um, why? Well, first of all, it's not, this is pre-recorded. We're not doing call-ins tonight. Uh, especially since it's starting a little later. So East Coast would be starting at 11 o'clock. I don't know how many people are going to be calling into the show. Uh, but we're doing this this time. And uh, like I said, a little, little little later than I normally do. But been running around doing whatnot. But uh, I think we need to get to the main topic. And that is, of course, will the Red Sox visit the White House? We're taking calls. Fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Hey. What do, what do you say? Do the post-mortem eulogy as opposed to the living eulogy. Um, the Boston Red Sox are the World Series champions for the year 2018. This is where we're at. I mean, I, I could be mad. You know, I could be really angry and do the Yankee pissed off thing. But they were the best team all year. There really wasn't. There was never a doubt during the season where it's like, you know what? Who, who in, in your power rankings, uh, who is number one? And that was the Red Sox. I mean, it is a little weird that they did it on the strength of David Price and Chris Sale was an afterthought. Um, but what, what, what can you say? It just, I said a little bit of this last podcast. It's, it's now, we're not doing the 27 rings thing. Let's do lifetime. I've seen five Yankees championships. There have been four Red Sox championships. It wasn't supposed to be this way. It wasn't supposed to be this way at all. What is that from? It's from something. It wasn't supposed to be that way. Ah, it wasn't supposed to be that way, Smithers. It wasn't supposed to be that way at all. That's, I think it was when Mr. Burns is looking for Bobo, his, uh, his bear. That's right. Come get some, Greg. Uh, but the, but the Red Sox, I mean, again, best team all year. It's not like it was some team who just sort of, you know, lollygagged in there as if they were Manny Machado and just sort of stole a series from people. I told you, I told you, and everyone else did too. You know, once they beat the Astros, I mean, they were going to demolish the Brewers or the Dodgers. The Dodgers are barely a team. I mean, that that is a team that the uh, the Rays would score more. They would have more wins than the Dodgers. The Dodgers are not a good baseball team. It's as simple as that. And it, I don't even give a shit if Clayton Kershaw had a decent playoffs last year. That guy is, you know, for all the shit we give David Price, you know, Clayton Kershaw's right there. The thing is, David Price is just hateable, and uh, he continued that even after the one, the one fucking, you know, I've disliked that guy way before he ever wore a Red Sox uniform, and you know, on the one day when he is, has his, well, he doesn't have his balls to the wall per se, they're up three to one, but still, in a clinching game, the, on the road, the guy pitched a game of his life in the World Series, and you know what? You actually want to, if you have a cap, you might even tip it towards him. You might say, he showed you something. And he still has to be an asshole after the game. You don't know what I'm talking about? Well, well let's hear him. I hold all the cards now. And that feels so good. So, um, that feels so good. Uh, I, can't, um, I can't tell you how good it feels to, um, to hold that trump card. 
And you guys have had it for a long time. You've played that card extremely well, but you don't have it anymore. None of you do, and that feels really good. See, the thing about, and then he says something, and I'll look for it in a second. You know, David Price, here's the thing, man. This idea, too, that Boston is a hard place to play because of the media nowadays, media in general. Case in point, David Price. Do you follow the the local Boston sports scene? I guess I kind of half-ass do. I I don't do it as much as the regular Boston fan, but I definitely do it more more than the normal casual fan. They kiss his ass. They, they, they kiss his ass. This again, this idea of just oh, he couldn't make it in Boston, or oh, oh he can't play, he can't play in New York. Or, I, I don't know. Hey, David Price, their excuses after excuses made for him. Pete Abraham, the lead beat writer for the Boston Globe, called someone a clan member on Twitter because they criticized Price. He has his own PR team that work for the papers. So this idea that David Price is this just mistreated baby by, by, by the fucking media is such a farce. Now, nationally, does he get a little more criticism? Of course he does. But let's dissect the life of David Price. The playoff life, with all, we'll, we'll go with all teams. I was going to say just the Red Sox. David Price is paid more than any pitcher, I think, any pitcher, entire baseball. He continues to shit the bed in the playoffs. He gets criticized. He gets angry about the criticism. David Price then actually pitches well in the playoffs. They report that he pitches well in the playoffs. Gets mad at the media for previously reporting how bad he pitched when he pitched badly. This is such a warped view of someone's brain in David Price. David, he just pitched a great game. Say how happy you are. Yo, God, I thought about this from Little League. All the people that did this. No, no, no. My teammates. No, just give us the bullshit. I hope he... Now, here's the other thing. He has an opt-out clause here. Now, Boston's been so terrible to him. He just... He holds the card now, and you can't take it back. Does he opt out? Does he opt out? Or does this crybaby who is whining... This is not the way I plan to open the show, either. I plan to actually, you know, give the Red Sox some credit, which I did a little bit. But that was so off-putting by that guy. So here's the deal. The guy who was whining yesterday, they say, I, I'm the captain now. You know, he's he has the option to leave. Will he leave? No, he won't. He won't. He'll stay and go for the slings and arrows upon him, you know, and collect $32 million a year. But, you know, it's just so difficult. I guarantee you, and I said it on Twitter, when he gets blown out, you know, by the Royals in mid-June after a short outing, he will bring up the fact that he pitched great in Game 5 of the World Series. Mark it down, put a star next to it, check mark. I don't give a shit. I guarantee you, he doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's, Jesus, man. The one day where no one can really say anything bad about you because you pitched your goddamn ass off and you still have to be a jerk. That's David Price in a nutshell. Jerk, no matter what. Can we put that on a t-shirt? Barstool! Okay. Uh, so back back to the series itself, you know, sans David Price's idiocy. Uh, let's see. But let's quickly go through, uh, let's see everything. You know, Friday night, the game that goes on forever. Ian Kinsler sucked. Boy, talk about a guy who doesn't deserve a World Series championship, and that's Ian Kinsler. Blew the game twice. Uh, 18 innings. Is that good for baseball? Is that bad for baseball? Let's talk. Let's debate. Are 18 innings good? I know Aaron Boone, 18 inning Yankee Cubs game last year, he thought it should end in a tie. I wonder how he felt about, you know, this playoff game he wasn't uh, managing. But did that, and, you know, the next game, you know, they, what'd they go up? 4-1? 
Four nothing. The Dodgers. They stink, by the way. They are not good. None of their guys showed up. And Puig, you know, he's he's so wacky and all that. Oh, you gotta love it, yeah. <laughs> Rich Hill. Uh, I mean, that is this is where sports kind of gets a little weird too, because it's like you have Rich Hill, who's throwing a one hitter, by the way. Dave Roberts comes out there and he gives him the ball. It's not like, hey, let's talk, you know, all that. He gives him the ball, and I guess the whole the whole idea was, oh, well, you know, he he didn't have enough left in him. You know, he did what was best for the team. And then, and then, I mean, there's two sides of school there. There, there, there's two sides of the argument. There's okay, he didn't have enough in him, so he wanted to help the team and you know win the game because they desperately needed the game. Or he's a loser, or he's a complete loser has no faith in his own stuff. I kind of tend to the you know I side on the right there. Now, I mean, do you want to put the best out there and a guy who's doing amazing just to say, oh, listen, he grinded. I mean, you know, we had Matt Harvey do that before and we shit on him, right? I don't know. It's a I, I tend to think more of the loser, honestly, but it's uh it was a whole weird thing because, you know, Roberts kind of threw him under the bus, and Dave Roberts doesn't know his ass from his elbow either. He's not a very good manager. I mean, there's a put it this way, I, I didn't watch a ton of his baseball this year, but there were so many mistakes in that World Series. And I know, I know, I'm gonna be one of those guys. Oh look at me, I'm 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 shitting on the manager of the losing team. Look how much I know. I'm so smart. Boy, ha ha ha. Read my tweets. <sighs> And then after they lost that game, I mean, no sane human being thought that the Dodgers would win game four. I mean, excuse me, game five. I mean, we all knew it was over. Even with Price. I mean, granted, there was that first pitch that Price threw that was a home run. You're like, okay, now this is the David Price I know. Insecure loser David Price. And he reinvented himself, you know. Uh, it was a terrible thing to watch. Uh, it was It was brutal. But then it got to the point where it's just like, damn, he's pitching really well. This is... This is, uh, I'll say an all-time performance, but this is a great performance, you know. And, uh, you know, the Dodgers had no no guts whatsoever. Absolutely none. Manny Machado, I don't know what else there is to say. I, you know, there's varying levels. If you hear people talk about Manny Machado now, there's like varying levels of how much they hated him. This series, some real big hate, some little hate, but there was nothing positive. No one said anything positive about Manny Machado. Nobody. You think that, like, Machado... Now, I know he gives off the vibe that, oh, I don't give a shit what anyone says. That's a lie. He's the, he's definitely, you can tell he has rabbit ears about anybody who says anything about him. <sighs> Did Dustin Pedroia apologize to uh, Manny Machado for winning the series afterwards? Because I know that, you know, they're good friends. Oh, and Manny Machado's good friends with Steve Pierce, too, except for, you know, when he's fucking digging his cleats into the back of his foot. That shit kicker, Steve Pierce. Boy, that guy just hits home runs. I, Did you know he played for every team in the AL East? Yeah, true story. It's true. It's true. Grew up a Red Sox fan, too. Uh, but what was I going to say? <laughs> Machado. I mean, he's still going to, again, he's still going to get his, his his hundreds of millions of dollars, but he shaved millions of dollars off his contract. Now, you see Andy Martino. Andy Martino on October 29th controlling all the Yankees hot stove news. Is it really hot stove on the 29th if it's not Halloween yet? Is it really hot stove? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, to find out. But there's really nothing likable about Manny Machado, and I'm not looking forward to, you know, watching him strike out to end the season next year for the Yankees. Because I know the Yankees are eventually going to sign him. Andy Martino says, oh, they're, 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 they're lukewarm. We know the Yankees, you know, they were, they were what, uh, $175 million this year, fifth in payroll, maybe even lower than that. I'm not exactly sure on the stats in front of me. But if you don't think they're going to blow shit out of the water this year, 
with the Red Sox winning the World Series, which again, the the best World Series team, uh, the best Red Sox team you've ever seen. You know, Alex Cora, whatever he did turned to gold. It was amazing. You know, he th- here's the thing though. I think what we do have to remember about Alex Cora is like, guess what? He probably did almost every single thing right, except for game four, by the way, which he got bailed out of, which would have been enormous, enormous problem letting Eduardo Rodriguez pitch to Yasiel Puig. But that will be forgotten. That will, We won't remember that because it's over. Because Steve Pierce will come in with a home run and a triple and yada, 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 yada. It'll be forgotten. And it'll just remember that was the year that Alex Cora came into town and, you know, all that shit. There's a pretty good chance next year the Red Sox are not that good. And there's a pretty good chance Alex Cora is going to press the wrong buttons. Just remember that, Yankee fans. I'm trying to give you give you something here. Give you something. That fifth game, Price, I mean, he did what he did. And uh, what can you say? I mean, it was either going to be St- him or Steve Pierce going to be the MVP. At that point, who really gives a shit? Uh, and they won. I... As much as it pains me to say, you know, the Red Sox are the World Series champions. ha. They were the team that should have won. You know, I can keep saying this over and over again, but uh, something weird about it, you know, when the season's over and your team... You know what it is? It's... it's. I want to say it gets easier with age, and I guess it does, but it still gnaws in your craw. In the sense that your rival of your team wins the big one, wins the championship, and it's like, you feel like it's going to last forever. You know, this is the day after, you know, 24 hours ago right now, the Red Sox were winning the World Series from when I'm recording this. And at the same time right now, I'm fighting people on Twitter about David Price. I mean, I really need to get over it. Uh, I don't know who these people are, but I just I just basically jumped in their conversation and started fighting them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not even, well, I was going to say I'm not even drinking, but I'm barely drinking anything. I actually, my wife's really happy with me right now. She brought back this bottle of wine from Spain. You know, the whole procedure, bringing in the carry-on, all wrapped up. And what do I do on Saturday? Saturday? Saturday night. What do I do? You're at, you're at that stage where it's like, I could go for like one, two more beers and have anything left. And I'm like, Ugh. and she's like, ah, I bet you want to open that wine, huh? And I'm like... Oh, I'm not going to do that. You brought that from all only halfway across the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can you can do it. You know, go for it. And I guess she didn't think I was serious. So I opened it, and she said, "Oh, you you opened it, okay." And what's even better, I couldn't find a stopper to it, and the cork fell apart. So uh, that wine that was brought all the way across the world from Spain was then wrapped up with aluminum foil to cover it. And I can guarantee you, I mean, this this might shock you, that didn't hold the freshness in very well. So I'm drinking the remainder of that because, uh, you know, let's just say it's not as uh, sulfur. Or, I don't even know what I'm talking. I know nothing about wine. Uh, it's not as, uh, I want to say it's flat, but that, that's not the right terminology. But uh, maybe that's why I'm fighting people. Anyways, uh, but what I was going to say is it seems like the, the, the world championship will end, it will go on forever. But it'll be over in a few days, people. You know, you, yes, you'll have to hear about it on Twitter for a little bit. We'll get the, the duck boats will be out. Oh boy. And then someone will have a crazy sign and someone will be really dressed up wacky drinking too much. Cause that's what parades are all about. Uh, so we'll have that on Wednesday. I think, uh, Halloween is the parade and then it's sort of, it's over. You know, we just move on in sports just goes to the next sport. Just go to, actually, let me check here. I know the, speaking of Boston, I know the Patriots were uh, a real barn burner. Okay, they end up winning. It was 9-6. to six. They end up winning 25-6. to six. Okay. 
And then the Red Sox next year will be the defending champions, which is always so stupid. The only time that ever works is in boxing or UFC. They're not going to lose a game to the Brewers in July, and they're going to be like, well, 2018 didn't happen. Take that championship. They're not defending anything. At no point during this year did you think, oh, wow, Yankees are playing the, the defending champion, Houston Astros. Holy shit. No, you didn't think that. And then the post game, because my wife is a Red Sox fan, and, you know, she, she wanted to watch all the posts. So I saw all the post game, which is always so awkward. And Ortiz is, I get he played for the Red Sox and everything, but it's so, I've never heard someone, you know, his nickname is Big Poppy, so Poppy, and refer to himself in the third person as much as he does. He adds no insight whatsoever. He does no, he, he's the kind of guy, he's the kind of kid in class who like thought it was really funny to go to, go to class and like not know shit and just be like, Hey, I don't know anything. And everyone goes, ah, <laughs> he, he's, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't even do the work. He's a, he's a hoot though. He's a riot. He doesn't do it. Any, he doesn't, he think he preps. <laughs> Give me a break. And you have a rod there, like a complete mannequin, just like, ha, 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 ha. Ortiz has his arm around Mookie as if 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 he sees some sort of hostage situation. Oh, God. All those terrible questions. Ortiz asks the worst questions, too. He's like, before I get to my question, let me just say something. And it goes on for a good 25 to 30 seconds. Then he's just like, how did you feel when you won that World Series? (laughs) It's like, man, oh, man, you are worse than the sideline reporters. You are terrible. But I think the my favorite part um, was when... uh, Jason Veritek came over because he has some sort of role with the uh, with the Red Sox. He got fat too, huh? Well, they, we all get fat. I tried today. This is this is how you you know you're old. I uh, I saw this like thing. I thought I could jump and hit. I was like, a, it wasn't a tree branch, but I was like, ah, oh, let me see if I can jump and touch that. I'm thinking I could, I could used to be able to do this. And then I went and it wasn't even close. It was like a bad movie where the white guy tries to touch the rim. And I'm just like, well, Brian, you probably have about 30, maybe 40 pounds extra from when you actually were able to jump, uh, you know, playing basketball in high school. So they might have something to do with it. So we all put on weight. It happens. So Veritech puts on weight. He sits down. You can tell A-Rod immediately is uncomfortable. Uh, so he does that like nervous laugh. He's like, ha, 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 ha. last time we were in a fight. ha, ha, ha. Veritek, not interested. I have a sneaking suspicion that Alex Rodriguez and Jason Veritek have never spoken since that fight in 2004. And then um, he sat down and A-Rod's still going with the joke because he wants to get some sort of reaction. Jason Veritek just goes, <laughs> don't hit me. Let me see if I can find it. The audio will not do it any justice. You'd have to see the visual. Uh, yeah, we get it, A-Rod. You guys got in a fight. Uh-huh. Oh, that was it? Oh. I thought I thought there was one where he's like, hey, don't hit me. He did not want to sit next to A-Rod. He kept standing behind Ortiz. <laughs> don't punch me. And then he sat there just smiling like a fucking eunuch the whole time. Just like, <laughs> imagine being one of A-Rod's many, many, many therapists and having to listen to him. But I'm the best in the world and just no one likes me. Even Jason Veritek. <laughs> He's got, boy. Imagine how big those notebooks from those therapists are from him. Holy Christ. 
You could, you you must need multiple bins to store those things. Anyways, so it is what it is, people. The Boston Red Sox are the World Series champions. It's not even that many. I mean, outside of Price, is there anyone really unlikable on that team? I mean, normally, you know, I've seen teams in the past. It's like, oh, I, I hate Ortiz or, oh, I'm Schilling or Manny, yada, yada, whatever. There's no one really unlikable on that team other than Price. Maybe Kelly, Joe Kelly. But that's, you know what? I, I find most of his bravado to be genuine, just like exuberance, you know? Uh, so I can't, that, that's really a stretch to say Kelly. It's, I mean, it's mostly Price. I mean, Pedroia has an unlikable thing, but he's just a little, he, he's, he's a man, he's, he's, he's a mascot. He's just sitting there. He's, he's, he's like Pedro's little, uh, the, the little person he had when he lifted him up in 2004. That, that's what he is. I'm surprised they didn't lift him up. Um, so that's a 2018 season. Now I wanted to give the Yankee fans a little, uh, let's see, a little, a little, maybe I should have given you this before, you know, game five. So it's just a rule book of things not to repeat. Um, now I almost did it this time because it is kind of funny, you know, the Yankees won the world series and they bought the world series. Now you have the Boston Red Sox who have the highest payroll, all of major league baseball. I think, is it the highest payroll ever in major league baseball history? I think that might've been the Dodgers a few years ago, but it might, but they're just a swell group of guys. You know, they're just having a lot of fun and, you know, listen, they put together a great team and they took care of business. But when the Yankees won things, it was, uh, you know, they bought another championship, but I didn't say that, but I just say, you know what? Actually, after it comes out of my mouth, don't repeat that to people. All right. This is your guide to not look like an asshole as a Yankee fan when the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. All right. That's number one. Do not bring up the fact that, you know, payroll, uh, uh, yeah. Stop it. Keep it under your hat. Save it for another day. Okay. Save it for when the Yankees won the World Series next year and then say people say they bought it. Then you can talk about it. Then you can mention it. Okay. Uh, the other thing, obviously, obviously, people, is the rings. Do not bring up the rings. You sound, I mean, you, you, you should go get your blood pressure checked with the salt that comes out of your mouth with that. You sound like the biggest horse's ass. Do not say it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Those, those championships were so long ago, so long ago before you were born, before you were born. And I know it doesn't stop Red Sox fans from doing it though even though half their World Series championships before, you know, the fucking Great Depression. But, you know, we'll, we'll keep that one to the side. But the rings, stop it. Be better than that. The rings. I still remember that guy who fucking came in yards, Yankee fan. He had the Yankee earrings, Yankee jersey, and Yankee rings. Like like he was on the team. Like like he was there for the ring ceremony, and he, like, locked fingers with El Duque and Paul O'Neill. It's like, dude, what, what, what are you doing? Take off your bullpen jacket and relax. You'll be fine. This is there's something about sports and, and wrestling included where like some people can make the connection, the, the 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 change, the transformation to like adult and take themselves out of the game. And then there's others that continue going. Like why are you bringing a belt? You're you're 45 years old. Why are you bringing a belt to a wrestling competition? Do you think they're going to ask you to play? The people that bring the gloves to the game. Do you, do you think? Do you think John Cena is going to say, "Hey, let's let's. Uh, I need a second for a tag team match here." Don't bring a glove. God. N- women love seeing a guy bring a glove to a game. I mean, oh boy, put that as your Tinder profile picture. They'll be calling big time. I, you know, I see rings, gloves, belts. 
I, I don't think even even jerseys these days. You know, like I said, the only time I ever wear a jersey was when I go to the games. Like, where else are you going to wear a jersey? You can like wear a jersey where they like pump gas. Like, you're going to wear your Yankees jersey to go to the the, the grocery store. You're going to do that. You're going to be that guy. Don't be the guy to wear the shirt of the band to who you're going to see. I always get that wrong. <laughs> you're wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see. Don't be that guy, gutter. <sighs> or basket. I got rid of all my basketball jerseys. Because, like, where are you going to wear those? At no point in your life at this point, you know, I'm in my 30s, I'm going to wear an undershirt with a basketball jersey over it. Oh, I wear my basketball jerseys around. No, no you don't wear them around the house. Because you know what? Because basketball jerseys are uncomfortable. So you don't wear them around the house. And that leads only one last thing. You're going to be that guy walking around in public with just a basketball jersey, no undershirt. You're going to do that. That that's that's the kind of guy you are. So, let's try to take all that out of the out of the equation, all right? Let's just uh be a fan, not a fanatic. Don't yell at the players. Don't smoke cigarettes. Anyways, um so yeah, the Yankees obviously have a uh and the Red Sox, you know, David Price can opt out. I think Joe Kelly's a free agent, Craig Kimbrell's a free agent. Um, Nathan Avaldi's a free agent. So you're going to see some of those guys, their, 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 their stock certainly increased. Guys like Nathan Avaldi and Joe Kelly, Cy Young, Joe Kelly. He actually looked like a Cy Younger. Finally, it took about five years. Um, but I don't think any of their real offensive guys, it's such a, such a weird scene. Speaking of offensive guys, and you're sitting there watching A-Rod and the whole fucking crew. And you see Eduardo Nunez. Eduardo Nunez sitting there celebrating a World Series with the Red Sox. It's uh, it's incredible. Hold on a second here. Let's see. gonna get my wife to come on and talk here but she's already she's already gone into the room and eh, whatever i'm not gonna i'm gonna pry her out of there and be like say something funny on my podcast we'll have to get her on we'll have, we'll have to get her on later in the week talk about the red Sox a little bit jesus huh you know what i mean but uh so they got they got some decisions there and the yankees obviously they got some decisions uh, especially with you know two of their their, their cornerstones on that team and, and gardner and cc you know sabathia's what is sabathia at best a fifth starter if he comes back, it's for sentimental reasons. He's, um, he can't be trusted. I'm sorry. We all love CC. I'm mean, drinking this wine out of my commemorative. I don't know how much of a commemorative it is. It's probably, probably bought. It must have, I must have bought a soda because they don't give these out for beer cups. This is like a hologrammy ref, reflective kind of CC one where it's like, ooh, watch the hologram move. His, his foot moves like, you know, a quarter of an inch, if that. Just like in real life. Um, so. I, I I wouldn't be heartbroken if they said goodbye. We'll put it that way. I just don't know how much he can contribute to the team. And you got Gardner. You know, he's not worth $12 million, that's for sure. I think if they knew how Clint Frazier was right now, I think they'd definitely say, Brett, it's been real. But Clint Frazier is a big question mark. I could see them ripping up the contract with Gardner and uh, signing him. Well, not ripping him up. They hand over $2 million to him, I believe. And then uh, sign him to something. I don't see Bryce Harper coming here. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I don't I don't see how he fits in. God, imagine that outfield though. T- talk about three all or nothing players. 
you know, Judge, you know, he, he actually turned it on the playoffs this year. I was actually pretty impressed. It wasn't just all or nothing, but Bryce Harper, Stanton, and Aaron Judge. I mean, that is, when they're on, that's that's just filthy. That's unfair. That makes the Red Sox outfield look like a pile of puke. No offense, Mookie Betts. I'm sorry. But, um, well, there are other outfielders on that team as well, right? But, yes. Uh, so we'll see what happens. They're going to have to make some sort of trade. They're going to have to do something. Who knows what's up with Didi? I don't want Mach- I don't want Machado or Harper. But I feel like they're going to get one of them. And I feel like it's going to be Machado. And I feel like it's going to be just a disaster. Not a disaster, because Manny Machado is an amazing player. But imagine being that much of an asshole. Everyone is criticizing you. It is the goddamn World Series, and you couldn't be any more disinterested if you tried. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who acts like that? Who who gives that little of shits? It's the World Series. This is the first World Series. This isn't like you just got traded to some place, you know, some shitty team or, or whatever. This is the World Series, and you've never been there. You were traded from a shitty team to the... I just, I just don't understand what you... A guy with all the skills in the goddamn world. Million dollar talent, two cent head. Like, uh, I hate that cliche, but it's the truth. Whatever, man. I don't give a shit. Wait, clear. Do it. You're talking about it. I'm still fighting people on Twitter. Um, Oh, no. They stopped talking to me. Maybe they were the mature ones. Okay. <laughs> it's probably best overall. <laughs> uh, man, this tweet that Funhouse had me in about uh, James Dolan... And Francesa, it's now, it got retweeted by KFC Barstool, so now I'm just getting notifications nonstop. Anyways. No, fine, we'll play it. Okay, here we go. I didn't hey, know about Rangers breaking news, but never want to talk about hockey either. I didn't say I didn't have friends at the Garden, but Jim Dolan and I aren't friends. Of course not. I think those two go hand in hand. How do they do? How do you figure that? What do you consider a friend? I don't know, Mike. You tell well, me. I mean, a friend? I, we can break down no, definitions. Wait a second. Is, friend, is a friend someone you socialize with? You never socialize with Jim Dolan. Never. Not once. Never. I don't socialize <laughs> with Jim Dolan, no. I don't ever socialize with him. I don't socialize with any owners. And I feel like I know Jim Dolan pretty well. <laughs> I mean, he's been... <laughs> oh, God. I saw that he and... Uh, K were beaten by the Spanish-speaking uh, music station today. So, so much for the titans of the New York sports media. Hi, Dios mío. Not good, Mikey. <laughs> what happened to the Marcha and Francesa beef? It just died. I, I don't know what happened. That, that was. I thought that was going to be good. And then all of a sudden that just died. I don't know what happened. Anyways. Uh, was there anything else we need to talk about? You see that lunatic in Brazil was uh, elected. That is... Uh, that's 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 great. <laughs> read up on that guy. I remember when I was I think I probably mentioned this a podcast for a long time people here. When I was in Barcelona for a month there attempting to learn Spanish at this Brazilian guy in my class and he was telling me he's like you 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 fucking Americans, you guys waste way too much time worrying about Donald Trump. Way too much time. You know, there's life is bigger than that. He's like, you should see the guy we have in Congress right now. I think he's going to be running for president too. He told me all about him and I was like, holy shit. It's like a boy scout. Uh Trump is compared to this guy. So I saw Trump had a productive conversation with him and uh, now uh, president of Russia. I guess this is Putin. It doesn't actually say it just says president of Russia. And uh, he's like, thank you, President Putin. So, I mean, listen, he's down with Trump. He's down with Putin. I mean, this is pretty much the, the big three right here, huh? Little little Yalta conference in Washington soon. Ooh, baby. Jesus Christ. 
Um, so yeah, look up on that guy if you're if you're wondering who I'm talking about. Uh, J A I R is the first name, and then the last name is Bolan uh, Bolsonaro. Jair, Jair Bolsonaro. So yeah, he's uh he's different. He is uh he's he's different indeed. He wants his son dead if he found out he was gay and yeah. Not exactly progressive as they say. Um Let's see. What else? Was there anything else? I was basically just gonna do this this eulogy of sorts. Now, oh, how about Trump tweeting in the middle of the game? I actually kind of like that. I mean, now Granted, there was a mass shooting at a synagogue, and you'd think that uh, the president could, you know, at least tone it down for a day. But he couldn't, which whatever, <laughs> it's pretty predictable. He can't. But uh, I, I like the uh, I like him jumping in on sports there. That was good. I, I feel like we need more of that. Less fake media, more sports takes from from Donald. Uh, let, let's let's read that uh, that quote again. <laughs> Dave Roberts is like the president said that about me. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, we're doing all the, all the, uh, the election stuff now, which I've always, I always say to people every year, I want the same thing. You're big into politics. You got your person that you want. I hope they lose. That's what I want. Uh, God, where is this here? Watching the Dodgers Red Sox final innings. It is amazing how a manager takes out a pitcher who is loose and dominating through almost seven innings, Rich Hill of Dodgers, and brings in nervous relievers who get shellacked. Four-run lead, gone. Managers do it all the time. Big mistake. Sounds like a WFAN call. Managers do it all the time. Mike, 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 it's a big mistake. Managers do it all the time. They're bringing in pitchers that, that they get shellacked. They're just not ready for it. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, thanks for the call. God, we need more of that. I want him commenting on Monday Night Football games. Tom Brady, <laughs> that was an illegal hit under these pansy rules, but it's still illegal. Uh, what else? Anything else? Joe Kelly, boy, he got the, he got the, 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 he got the, probably the best gift of all. Screw that truck that Steve Pierce probably didn't need at all and probably will not even, I don't know, whatever. He looks like a hick. He'll probably like it. Also, if you drive a four, uh, the, the pickup truck, you're a hick. I'd say the possibility is higher than if you drove a Toyota Camry. Yeah, I, I'd say that. Um, but Joe Kelly from a brewery, Lord Hobo Brewing, which I don't know if I've had. I feel like I've had one of their beers before. I think it was in the Boston region, too. Uh, he has a lifetime supply of beer. He won that because that Lord Hobo. I, Lord Hobo something. at a. I kind of had like a hotel bar in Boston once. Um, Cleveland fired Tyron Lue and Jason Veritek. Jason Veritek. Tyron Lou and uh, this is a problem when I'm trying to read and do things. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Okay. And I don't know what, what the fuck's going on here. All right. Uh, I think this is time. I think it's time. I think it's time that we understand that we have to... Uh, do you have your hat? Do you have your cap? Get your cap. Go get it. Now tip it. To the Boston Red Sox, it's never easy. It... it it's not supposed to be like this. My dad told me a long time ago, they, they don't win. Yogi Berra told Bernie Williams, don't worry about it. They never win. They've been trying for 80 years and now they're winning. I don't like this. They dominated the first part of the 1900s. Are they dominating the first part of the 2000s and then we have another 80 year curse, 86 year curse, perhaps. Uh, but I think, uh, I think probably more so no, but 
We move on. So baseball's over. Now I have to pretend to really be into basketball and football. And I'm going to try to get back into college basketball, which I know probably people listen to this podcast that probably go, oh, wow, that's a sport I don't give a shit about. Uh, I understand. And I saw that the Warriors did something today. They they won by like 100 points and Clay Thompson hit 17 threes or whatever, hit 14 threes. I hate that team. I, I was going to say I hate that team more than that Heat team, but I don't think so. But I still hate them. I hate them a lot. So... All right, people. Today's Monday. If I can get enough info to talk about, we'll do another podcast. If not, go to hell. No, I love all of you. I always thank you guys for listening. I hope Clay. Oh, that's old. Stop, 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 stop reading. That's my problem too, doing the doing the live show. I'm like sitting there looking at Periscope comments and stuff. I'm losing my con- concentration. I don't know how people do it. But remember, you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Leave a review uh, on those. Uh, podcast depositories and uh you know then i'd, I'd appreciate it because it's always it's always nice it's always nice to hear from all my fans all all my all my fans all around the world <laughs> don't hit me don't punch me bro <laughs> god <laughs> he's not real oh god anyways uh thank thank you all so much and remember my rules yankee fans don't mention the rings. Don't be salty. Well, I've already broken that one tonight on Twitter. Don't mention the, the the buying of championships. Let's just get through this week. We'll let the hot stove take over. The Yankees will get some sort of free agents. We'll see all the assholes in their predictions for next year. Whatever John Heyman has to say or Andy Martino. That's the world we live in now. Um, but just relax. We're going to get through this. There's only one bad thing left. It's the parade. And that's going to be splashed in our face. And someone's going to do something wacky. And it's going to be retweeted every time with some sort of quote tweet that everyone thinks is hysterical. I have to get better about this. And you have to get better about this. And just ignore it and not say anything. Oh, and one last thing. The Boston Red Sox, I do have to give them an enormous amount of credit. They played New York, New York and when they celebrated last night. And they deserve every goddamn second of that. Aaron Judge poked the bear. All right. Aaron Judge for no reason at all. Who, you know, the Yankees, like I said, should have won both those games at Fenway. They won one and he played that song. You know what? The Red Sox deserved all of that to play that song. So if you're a Yankee fan saying, oh, can you imagine winning the World Series? And, you know, uh, you know the, we own so much real estate in our head that they're playing the song. No, 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 no. Aaron Judge started this shit. You want to get mad at their fans for yelling Yankees suck at Dodger Stadium? That, that's fine. I'll, I'll give you that. Do not criticize that team. You sound like an asshole. They, des- they, they, should, they deserve every moment of it. They got it stuck up their ass and they shoved it back up the Yankees' ass. And I hope Aaron Judge was watching. I assume he was. What else would he be doing? <laughs> As if all these guys have, have nothing else to do with their lives when baseball ends. Oh, I just watch baseball. I just watch. He, he might have been doing something. He probably didn't want to watch it. So what? God bless him. Anyways, all right, just remember that. Keep keep that out of your mouth, too. That was an amazing troll butt job by the Red Sox. They are allowed to do that, and if they want to play it from the duck boats, they're allowed to, too, and I have absolutely no problem with it. So they're going to make comments. They're going to probably say something about Judge, whether d- directly or indirectly, and you know what? you got to shut your mouth and take it. Aaron Judge started this. Mr. Christian 101 thought he was funny because he was hitting a lot of home runs and he played a hell of a series but don't give me that crap back after this with all that being said I'm gonna Mama said 
someone will look at me 